0: Putting yourself first and embracing the divine feminine that you are, right? That's the kind of energy that everyone is uh, collectively staying, right? Women, man, woman, whatever. Uh, For those of you who have been on this journey of becoming different or, you know, releasing yourself from stagnation, you're putting yourself first. And you are embracing whether it's the divine feminine or the divine masculine part of yourself most of which um, Incorporate a lot of people are just kind of finding that balance Right because everyone has a divine feminine and a divine masculine side Right side of your body is the masculine physical left side of your body is the feminine spiritual side, right? Um, so What does this mean this means for a good portion of you they couldn't make that choice to put you first, right? So you made the choice to put yourself first. Reflecting on the past allows you to see how far you have come. You are able to see how much control you have, right? How much control you actually have over the way that others impact your life, external influences, right? People can't trigger you the way that they used to be able to trigger you. People can't manipulate you the way that they were able to manipulate you. Uh, past relationships that involved persons who were able to um, kind of persuade you to remain stagnant or remain in the situation that you were having some type of an inner conflict on, you know, that that's all done, right? You're able to look at those who are causing the inner conflict or who are involved in this inner conflict with your eyes wide open instead of being blinded to your ego's desire, right? You might still be allowing the phone calls, the booty calls, you know, the, the interactions. Some are even noticing the drive-bys or them being in your area when they claim to be somewhere else. Now, these, these are happening for specific reasons, right? So for a portion of you, this has been happening for quite some time and you're just now realizing that the reason why they were telling you they were somewhere else and being in another area wasn't so much because they were spying on you and watching you but actually because they were probably fooling around with somebody in your immediate area and didn't want you to know they were in that space and then for another section of you they thought you were doing this right they thought you were the one fooling around so that's why they were in that area when they weren't supposed to be or when they claimed not to be. So you're realizing now, now that the ego's desire is no longer blinding you, you're able to see things clear and you're you're knowing which situations apply to which uh scenario. And for a good portion of people both situations apply just in different time frames, right? So if you have that feeling that you have been watched or you feel like you're being watched or you feel like you're being spied on or other people uh, are passing around your way who know someone that you know and you're like, are they sending people to watch me? Chances are nine out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. You're not crazy. You're being watched, right? They're having their friends or they're associates who are in your area uh let them borrow their car so they can spy on you and they're having other people spying you to see what you're doing or what you're not doing you're also noticing um you are you're noticing other people too right and you're noticing how they're approaching you um people use words for a reason right sometimes that reason is to distract you from what needs to be said or what is actually being said, right? And other times they're using words because their emotions are involved and they're trying to get a specific point across to you without coming too straightforward, right? Even though we're all adults and straightforward is the way to be. Um so Listen to people when they're talking to you, like actually listen to what they're saying, hear them out completely, but don't just listen to what they're saying, listen to what they're not saying, or listen to, listen to what they're saying and tell them that you'll get back to them and actually give yourself a chance to reflect on the things that they have said to you, right? What are the other words, what are the synonyms for the words that they're using? You know, how is it that they're disguising what they're saying to you? You, you always have to look deeper. People, people don't like to take the time to reflect on words, not realizing how powerful words really are. So you really, really should be taking a, a deeper look at the words that people in your life are using with you, right? Towards you. Hear them out, right? And trust what you're feeling when you're listening to what they're saying to you. Trust that You're saying this and I'm feeling this, you know. Um, A good example would be I went into the dispensary the other day. And someone who worked there went to school with me. And they were sitting there having a conversation with me. And some of the things that they were saying took place maybe two years ago or a year and a half ago. But they were talking about it like it had just happened. And they kept repeating themselves on another statement that they had made in our conversation. And they wouldn't stop repeating that. And, and I just looked at this person and I was like, but, um, oh, this happened a while ago, right? Like making sure they understood that they kind of sort of in some type of way lost a grip of reality, right? That infatuation that they were feeling but not acknowledging, that codependent uh energy that that is on their side of the conversation was something that I needed to highlight to that person, right? I needed them to realize that they were talking about something that happened a year and a half to two years ago, like it happened just the other day. And then there was another statement that they made about being able to be in a specific area at any given time and kept implying that, and it's like, you know, I see where this conversation's going. I'm reflecting on the words that you're saying, and I'm reflecting on the synonyms for those words that you're saying, and I'm looking at your eyes, the way that you're looking at me, the way that you're talking to me, the way that you can't tell the difference between now and almost two years ago, and I'm realizing that this this type of connection that you're longing for with me is not healthy for me, right? Right? Because one, you're showing me that you've lost a grip on reality, and you can't tell the difference between now and the past. Because you're holding on to something that happened so long ago, so tightly, that you think it actually happened recently when it didn't. Which means when you're interacting with me or trying to build a connection with me, you're going to be holding on to me. You're going to be smothering me. Your your inability to detach yourself from that codependent energy is going to be a problem between us. Not interested. Thank you. Right? So when you're listening and you're reflecting on what people are saying to you, hear them out, but by no means do you waste a moment of your time on a person who is not matching your energy, not deserving of your energy, or not displaying energy that you want to have in your immediate space. Right? You want someone who understands the difference between the past and now. You want someone who's not blinded by their ego's desire, but has the ability to see a situation for what it is, right? That's healthy relationship foundations instead of toxic foundations that people love to just jump right into, including myself in the past, not judging. Um, so make sure that they're matching your energy. Make sure that they're deserving of your energy. Make sure that they're doing the work that they need to do to be healthy, mind, body, soul, spirit, energy before they're stepping into yours. You know, you should uh you should be hearing a lot from people of the past, right? They're slowly working their way into your life. And you're thinking, um, You're thinking about this, right? You're like, oh my God, so-and-so texted me out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, all those emotions that you used to feel for them pop back up. And for some people, it will be a sick stomach feeling, right? Like, you hurt me last time we interacted with each other. Why do I want to be involved with you now? And then others of you, you're instantly those who are not healed from the situation, right? Right? You're instantly like, oh my God, I want to get back together. We're going to go back into this. You know, they're coming over. All this, you know, you're, you're jumping back in feet first, allowing your ego's desire to blind your eyes. You know, you're forgetting about the hurt, the pain, the stagnation, right? And you're knowing, you're knowing, you're knowingly jumping into this without asking questions like, Why? Are you coming back around? Why do you want to text me? Why do you want to see me? Why do you want to come over? Why do you want to keep me in the same situation you've had me in for X amount of time, however long applies? You know, a woman knows right away when she's involved or in the space of somebody that she's interested in. A man takes a little bit. You know, their their eyes see... Faster than their actual emotions see right or if that if I have that backwards Forgive me It depends on uh, the masculine side is dominant or the feminine side is dominant, right? Because we both we all have both So depending on what side of them is dominant Okay They're either going to not know that they like you right away or they're going to know right away Okay But it should never take more than three months to know if you're into someone or not. And you should never rush into something before three months because you need, you need that time to let them show you who they are without filters. And everybody has a guard up. Everybody wants to do their, you know, best first impression. Nobody wants to be the asshole in the beginning. Nobody wants to show you their quirks. They want to be on point. That's why ladies are, like, afraid to fart in front of their significant others for the longest time. That's why some ladies, you know, won't sleep over because they don't want to be seen without their face on, right? We don't want to scare them off. We want them to fall in love with the good qualities of us before they see the nasty qualities of us, right? So you want to make sure you're giving adequate amount of time. To see why these people from the past are back around. You want them to show you their true colors. And the whole time you're doing this, you have to maintain your guard up to a certain degree. And you have to actually be doing some work too, right? It can't just all be on the other person to prove to you why they should be back. You should be involved. You should be interacting. You should be not so much testing them and pushing their buttons, but watching them observing them and how they interact with other people and how they're handling situations because they're going to show you their best. But that doesn't mean they're showing other people their best, right? You know, if you have a partner who's from your past and they're coming back around and they want to go out to eat and in the past they're abusive or aggressive or their need to be in control all the time was an issue between the relationship, you want to go out to eat with them and see how they're treating the waiters or the waitresses or, you know, how, how is their behavior when they're driving in a car? When somebody changes, it doesn't just change one thing, right? Because when you change something about yourself, it interacts and it, uh, it affects every area of your life, not just that one. That's why when you're having inner conflict, it spills outwardly into all areas of your life. Or if you're having problems at work, eventually it's going to spill out on the home front. You're coming home late. You're tired. You're annoyed. You're, you're, you know, you're bickering. You're frustrated. Everything's bothering you. Internal conflict shows externally. I don't care who you are or what the conflict's about. It's bullshit if you think differently, right? So what changed in their lives or their mindsets that allow for the reconnection that they are pursuing with you? You know, know that these employers give typically 90 days trial periods before you're like a permanent employee entitled to benefits. And that's because they want people to come out of their comfort zone. They want to give people enough time to show who they really are. Same thing needs to go with the people that you interact with on your personal life. Give people 90 day trial periods. See them for who they are, not what you want to see, right? Um, And then while you're doing all this, you know, you want to make sure you're giving them that date, too. There's, I like to do something called expiration dates with people. Um, and what this means is I I acknowledge the 90-day trial period. And I pick a random date somewhere, either before it, around it, or way after it, right? Because some narcissistic people understand the concept that I just said. And they'll give you their best For like 120 days and then be the complete shitbag that you knew that they were, right? So you want to pick an expiration date. And you don't want anybody to know this expiration date, right? This is something uh, just for you. And while you're in this trial period, you want to see, have they slipped up in any way? Are you noticing any slip-ups? Do you see them treating other people poorly? Are they hiding things from you? You know, can you see... Can you answer their phone for them? Or can they answer their phone to a private call or anyone right in front of you? You know? Um You know, if, if they're in the shower, or they're driving or they're busy and they wanna answer that phone call and you can tell they want to. Are they going to put it on speaker or answer it in front of you or are they just gonna be like oh, I can wait? Or, oh, I'll be right back, you know? Or in five, ten minutes or an hour, they all of a sudden have an errand they have to fucking run so they can make that phone call in the car or wait for you to fall asleep. You know, dumb shit. You want to keep your eyes open, right? Allowing them to be around again does not mean you are repeating a dark cycle of that going nowhere or that relationship that is so toxic that it, it hurts to be... Who you are as an individual because it's spilling all over the place, right? You, you can hold them accountable for what they're doing and not doing, right? Working on a relationship means continuous growth, continuous patience, continuous understanding. When all parties are trying to show, when all parties are trying to show who they are, And how much this means to them it just shows in their behavior right like you can tell when something's being forced and when something's not being forced simply by just observing them in general right so you want to make sure that you want to make sure that you're both working hard towards this long-term goal because i don't know anybody who wants to invest their energy their time their emotions, into someone for the short term. That's crazy. If I'm dating you, if I'm sleeping with you, if I'm entertaining you in any way, even if it's friendship or co-worker relationship, because I don't talk to everybody that I worked with, I pick and choose who I want to interact with. I'm very, very selective with who I give myself to. Right? So you want to make sure that when you're giving Any type of relationship or friendship or partnership or anything that is, you know, requiring your attention, you want to make sure that you're both working hard towards a long term goal, a long term commitment, or whatever that is. You want to make sure that you're both doing something to heal from whatever past lessons or mistakes that have taken place, right? You want to make sure that you're turning. Mistakes and deceit and lies into lessons, right? Because lessons help people grow. They help people become the person that they're meant to be, right? Uh, The only time that's not happening is when you're stuck, stagnant, and you're not making decisions for yourself and you're allowing yourself to be a victim. So you're looking for growth, the changes or the improvements, right? And you're remembering that anybody, anybody can buy you gifts. They can unlock doors of opportunity for you. They can show you things you've never seen before, right? They can, they can put you in a life full of luxury. Anybody can do that. But the right person is going to invest in you. Not financially so much, right? But emotionally, mentally, physically, intellectually. Because there's nothing worse than being in a relationship with someone that you cannot carry a conversation with, who's not willing to stimulate your mind, teach you things, incorporate their personal side of their lives into, you know, everybody needs personal space, right? Everybody needs their own area of life to themselves where they're not being judged, where they don't have to share it with the kids and the the wife or the girlfriend and the husband or the boyfriend, you know, they all need something private and personal. Everybody does. It's human nature. But you got to know about it, right? You have to know something about them that other people don't. Because then what's the difference between you and Joe Schmo that they see at the gym? Being committed to someone or being in a relationship with someone means you're not just there sexually, emotionally, but you're there mentally and you're there physically. They're your best friend, right? You can't go through your day without thinking about them at least a few different times, right? When you're in the car or when you're sitting at your desk, they're crossing your mind. No matter how fucking busy you are, they're on your mind. That's your person. When your person uh, calls you out of nowhere just to see how your day is going, you're on their mind. They're investing in you. But when they can go weeks at a time without talking to you, and believe you, believe you me, right? You want to see that. You want to let them be the one to make those phone calls. It's okay to call them, but let's see them do the same back, matching your energy. That's when you know you've got your person. Chasing someone, I mean, we've all been there. I'm guilty. Chase, whatever. But how long do you chase for? Do you seriously want to wait until you stop loving yourself? Because you're so busy loving someone else and trying to get them to love you that you lose yourself? Or do you want to love yourself, chase yourself, honor yourself, and allow the right person to come whipping through at the right time? And those who don't, well, I'm sorry, bye. Leave them fucking behind. Make sure you're just, just make sure the person's matching your energy. That's the best thing you can do for yourself. That's, That's definitely the best thing to do for yourself.